I'm Bailey Georgiadis. Welcome to The Bailey Boost. Before we get into episode 19, I thought I would just give you a little personal update. I've been standing in for Lindy Leto, who is on maternity leave. She's the co-host of the Smile Breakfast Show on Smile 90.4 FM in Cape Town. And it's been pretty incredible and innovative to be able to co-host a live three-hour breakfast show live from Athens, live from Cape Town. It's the first intercontinental radio show that I know of, and it's exciting to be a part of it. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to be as consistent with this podcast as I would have hoped. If I'm completely honest with you, I'm still trying to figure out how to juggle it all. And so I'm trying to figure out how to juggle meetings, show prep, strat sessions, two busy boys, keeping meals going, a clean house. Thankfully, I have a very hands-on husband, but we have no other help and it is taking some time to get systems in place that work for us. So thank you for your patience. And here is episode 19. I found this article about parenting and it was all about phrases that you need to stop saying. We all want to do the best we can as a parent. None of us want to be average at it. And we give it our best shot. We want to improve on the things that perhaps our parents did whilst they still did the best they could. Parenting comes with no manual and often feels like a guessing game. And then just as you figure one thing out, something else changes. And I'm back to a new square one trying to figure things out. There might not be a manual, but there are pieces of advice that you can pick and choose from. You decide what resonates with you, what feels right to your mother intuition. And so here are five parenting phrases that we need to become mindful of and eliminate. Number one, we need to stop saying, I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. Here's the thing, anger is a perfectly healthy response and it's okay for your kids to know that you feel that way sometimes. According to psychologists, telling your child that you're mad and that you need to take five minutes to calm down actually teaches them to do the same when they're feeling angry and it helps them with self-regulation techniques when they get frustrated. Telling them you're disappointed just shows that they're somehow not good enough or haven't been able to rise to meet your expectations and likely won't have that behavior modification that you're looking for. Feeling annoyed that they didn't clean up the playroom again? Try, I'm mad that you didn't take the time to pick up after yourself after we talked about it. Number two, You're okay. Oh, I'm guilty of this. So the next time your kid falls and scrapes their knee at the playground or they're tearful about school drop-off, resist the urge to brush it off by almost telling them, you're okay, you're okay. It's dismissive and it takes away from a very real emotional response. Instead, you want to validate what happened. So for example, oh no, you tripped and then offer comfort. Oh, let me see how your knee is doing. I'm sure you'll feel better soon. Number three, we need to stop saying, because I said so. This type of boundary setting is known as a form of authoritative parenting, and it has the potential to lead to behavioral problems down the road. Now, if it's not your parenting style, you definitely want to stay clear of this four-word conversation ender. It also breeds poor communication, and it leaves your child guessing as to why they can or cannot do something. For example, if your five-year-old demands one more show on the iPad, you're better off explaining the reason behind your no. They're not going to like it, but you are going to create better communication than because I said so. You can say things like, you've already watched an hour of TV today and I'd like us to get outside and turn the screen off. Be articulate and clear and it's going to breed better communication. Number four, come on, act like a big kid. Be a big boy, be a big girl. 
It's really easy to blurt this one out when your kid won't do something you know they can do, but unfortunately it's shaming them for not meeting their potential. A better approach is to empathize while still setting that limit or expectation without judgment. So an example would be, your shoes seem extra tricky to put on today, but we really need to get out the door, so what can I do to help? And number five, good job. This one took me a bit by surprise because initially I thought, well, what's wrong with saying good job to my kid? And it is definitely something to become mindful of. But the idea around this is, for example, your child catches a ball, finishes all their dinner, completes their homework without you nagging. And the first response is good job. But the issue with the phrase is that it puts the emphasis on the finished product as opposed to the work and the effort that went into it. So psychologists say that a better approach would be, wow, you put so much time into working out those maths problems, or I'm so impressed that you watched and caught the ball. It's about celebrating the process, not the end result. I hope this boosts you as a parent. Being mindful and aware can only improve our parenting. Take from it what you will. Is there a phrase that you think should be eliminated from parenting? I would love to hear your thoughts on the matter. I'm always open to chatting on Instagram or email at baileygeorgiadis underscore and my email address baileygeorgiadis at gmail.com. Thank you for your patience and thank you so much for listening.